0: Hello, everyone. This is Kyle Galaz with Poor to Pro Car Sales Training Podcast. Become a sales titan. Here we are in Season 3, Episode 2 how to deal with high-end clients a high-end client is a good client to get on your side because guess what they got a lot of money and they got a lot of friends that have a lot of money so once you've learned how to deal with this client get them on your side to where they trust you like you trust the dealership like the dealership they're going to buy multiple vehicles from you and they're going to send all their friends and family to buy cars from you and they don't have problems with financing. They don't have problems with getting down payments. That's a client you want. That is a customer that you want on your side. Okay, but you got to get good with that customer. They're not the easiest customer. They are a different animal to deal with. But once you get good at it, um, it'll flourish. Your your career will flourish. A lot of opportunities will will come up. Now, before I get started in this episode, I want to talk to you about what I'm launching right now in this episode, and that is one-on-one live training video either FaceTime or Skype with you guys so I'm gonna do one hour sessions whoever wants to hire me first I'll give a, a, a price reduction and what I want to do is message me on Facebook or Instagram And uh, we can game plan before we do the one hour session so that way we can maximize every minute of the hour to what you need me to go over with you. Where do you need to get better in the car business? That's where I come in and I'm going to help you guys out and we're going to take you to the next level. It's an investment in yourself and it's going to be priceless. Also, if you want, we can record the session so you can have the video recording or I can um, upload it to my YouTube Uh, page, so you can also see my YouTube account channel, so you can see it uh, and refer back to it. I can make it private or public, whatever you want, so it's going to be pretty exciting. I can't wait to to do some one-on-ones with you guys. All right, let's get it started in this episode, how to deal with a high-end client. I don't necessarily have a particular order of the the things we're going to talk about, Um, so just take down what you can, write it down, and uh, start practicing it on the lot. So here we go. How to deal with a high-end client? First, how do you even detect a high-end client? They're undetectable. Okay? Unless they're coming in a pinstripe suit, a Rolex watch, and an Escalade, you can't detect right off the bat visually a high-end client, okay? Sometimes the guy that comes in the Escalade that has the fake Rolex and the pinstripe suit has no money. He's not a high-end client. High-end clients sometimes come come to the lot undetectable. It's by using salesman intuition and asking questions that you can uh, confirm that, yeah, this guy, he's a baller, he owns a big business, by asking questions of where do you work or, or what do you do for a living. And by asking little questions, getting little tidbits, they're not going to tell you their whole life story because the high-end client's a little more guarded. They're protecting their money and their information. But if you ask little questions and you build a lot of rapport, they'll eventually break the ice with you and tell you what they're doing. Then you can detect, okay, I'm dealing with a different person. You still go through the steps of the stale, but, but they're going to be a little bit more guarded, and so you have to break it down. And the way you break it down is a little different, so let's get going. Okay, the first one, you need to be 100% accurate. You cannot guess. You have to know your stuff because guess what? The high-end client to get to where he's at, he had to know his stuff. To get to where he's at in his business, his company, he had to know his stuff. So when he's out doing business and he's about to write a check for $200,000 to buy a car or even the down payment for the car, he wants to make sure he's giving that money to someone that that is on his level per se, right? Uh, a person that is that he can look eye to eye at, that's not a noob, he's not a newbie, he, he's not making stuff up the whole, the whole time. You have to be 100% accurate in your product. You have to be able to, to present your product with confidence and not guess and not say, well, let me go find out. I don't know that answer, but let me go find out. Okay, Now, the high-end client will give you a few chances. You're going to get one or two of those, man, I don't knows, but three, four, five, six, you've lost their confidence and they're probably going to keep shopping. A high-end client wants to run into a professional that will take them through the process that he he has confidence in, in that person. No different than you going to a doctor and dealing with that guy, right? When you go to a doctor and, and it's about something serious, do you want to talk to a, a new doctor that is kind of fumbling, or do you want to be like, I need, this is hurting, and the guy goes, I know exactly what what's going on, this is what we're going to do, and that's who I want to give my money to, the guy that's going to make it easy for me, it's going to save me time, and he, he knows exactly what he's talking about. So to deal with a high-end client, write this down, you need to be 100% accurate. They're going to give you one or two chances to fumble around and mess up, but that's it. So you got to know your stuff, okay? Another thing a high-end client likes is, is somebody that can impress them. Now, I'm not talking about impress them with you wearing a fancy watch or some expensive suit. That's not what I'm talking about impress them with your ability to conduct business and be the a professional at your company because when you go to a, a, a dealership and you're a high-end client and you run into somebody that knows their stuff and they are good at what they do and they command an audience and their walk arounds are on point and the way they speak is on point that impresses a high-end client okay so if you think hey if i get a watch a rolex watch and a pinstripe suit and and if i have this designer shoe that's going to impress them you're wrong they're going to judge you and they're going to they're going to ask stuff like well what do you drive right and you're going to you're going to fumble through it but you're not on their level so don't pretend to be on their level now if you're a billionaire car salesman go all out yeah i drive a bugatti back here and yeah this is a fifty thousand dollar watch that might impress them but if you're pretend impressing right you put on a fake show that you that you got all the money but then they find out through their investigation of you because remember they're going to ask questions about you cuz they're professionals they're going to find out oh you drive a miata okay i know who i'm dealing with a poser don't be a poser so you have to impress them through work ethic not by fancy stuff they 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 look at you as one of their employees when they first meet you so you have to impress them through work ethic and and have them think in their mind i want this guy to work for me How many times when you've been selling a car have you had a customer say, man, you want to come work for me? Why do you think they said that? It's because you knew your stuff. You're on point. They haven't met a guy like you. You impressed them. So impress the high-end client with your work ethic and your know-how and your ability to command a room. You're not timid. You're not scared of nothing. We don't fear anybody, especially a a high-end client. Okay, another thing to do is you have to know your competition okay there's a there's a saying that time is money. Do you think a high-end client that's looking at a Mercedes, a BMW, a Jaguar, an Audi, you know, whatever these some of these higher end vehicles are, do you think he wants to go from lot to lot to lot to lot? He time is money. He's a businessman. He, every, every minute he he spends away from his company, he's potentially losing money. So if he can run into a salesman like you, that not only knows your product, but can confidently tell them about the the competition, the true competition that's in that that class of vehicle. Of course you don't know every vehicle about, you know, everything about every vehicle, but if if you know that class of vehicle, right? The the convertible hardtops or the sedans or the SUV that they're the size of the SUV, do you know the competitions? Because if you know the competitions, uh vehicles then you just save the guy a trip to the dealership now do you ever bash the competition no because he's not going to believe you if you bash he's going to want to go figure it out himself which means he leaves but if you can say hey i sell bmws but man the mercedes x model whatever model it is is an incredible vehicle but let me tell you why ours is a better value and saves you money and then i can save you time from going over there not to bash them they make a great vehicle, but let me tell you why the BMW is better, or the Mercedes is better than BMW. Whatever it is, you have to know your competition if you want to maintain and obtain the the high end client. Okay. You don't also use any uh, car sales lingo's. Let me get you in the box. Um, here's the OTD. You know whatever whatever car lingo's you have, you have to. Sh- and you got to use professional words. You have to use full sentences. Uh, you have to speak clearly. You know, you're not mumbles from Dick Tracy. You you got to speak clearly. Clearly, clearly. I'm having a hard time to the uh, high-end client because that's how they speak to their customers. Uh, okay, so no car lingo's, no cuss words, no s- half cuss words, no dirty jokes. Okay, you're not gonna you're not gonna gain a client by doing any of that. Um, they want to deal with a professional, so you have to do that. Okay, another another thing you got to do with a high end client is you got to be thorough. You can't take shortcuts because you'll leave you'll leave some doubt in their mind that maybe I'm rushing into this. Okay, because they're an educated buyer, they have lots of money, they they like to think about things before they buy it. So you need to be thorough and cover all your bases, and think of things that they don't even know to think of. Now, you don't want to make your own obstacles in the car deal. You still want to make it smooth, so you're not going to bring up every possible scenario on the planet that the guy might ask. You still want it to flow, and you still want to have fun with your customer and go through the steps of the sale, but you need to be thorough. Before they ask about how often do you need to get the oil change, you tell them. Hey, you may be thinking, okay, how often do I got to get this service? What are my service costs if I own a a Maserati? The sales guy should know that. If you want to obtain a high-end client, you should know what the oil change cost is on a Maserati Gran Turismo or a BMW X5 or a Porsche. You need to know that stuff because when you go to bring that information up and be thorough, you can tell them, yeah, so the oil change on the Alfa Romeo Quadrifoglio is... Uh, up to $900, but it comes with all these different services. It's only once a year. It seems like a lot, but if you break it down, it's really not that much compared to the competition. Like we were talking about this car and this car and this car. It's actually less. So you are You are saving money, although it is more money than a, your Ford F-150 work truck. Oh, okay. Well, it's good to know that ahead of time. Absolutely. You don't want any surprises when you come see me in a year for an oil change. Okay, that's being thorough. So those little things... And, and little insider tips about a car, like, okay, at this RPM, you're going to feel this, this different kind of shift it's because it's using a this kind of ZF transmission. It's an 8-speed, and it, you'll actually hear pops and sputters in between gears. Uh, so those are little things that you need to be thorough with with a with a high-end client because they find that Impressive and it doesn't leave them with any questions and it doesn't ma- They won't think oh this thing's making some weird sounds on the test drive They may not bring it up and they leave because of that. So be thorough Here is one thing that was drilled into my head when I first got in the car business is you need to have an exceptional walk-around Okay For a for a high-end client. You're not going to point out power windows and power door locks don't they already assume that that's what the car comes with you don't want to point that out oh it has cruise control that's old school stuff right no one talks about cruise control anymore now they talk about adaptive cruise highway assist uh pedestrian uh, detection, right? All those things. So you need to talk about those things, not cruise control. And don't just say adaptive cruise because he's going to be like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. He doesn't know what that is. So you need to have an impeccable walk around. I call it the perfect walk around um, because that's what it takes. I have been able in my career to be a part of some big walk arounds. One was with Ford on a national level and I made it to the top 10. It was just a video. If I was able to do it in person, I'd confident i would have won it but i got top 10 and they sent me uh, some cool stuff and then our dealership also had one-on-one uh i'm not one-on-one uh walk around competitions and i went undefeated because early in my career i was told that that's a very important part when you do a perfect walk around for these high-end clients you need to point out stuff that they can't google i've talked about that in other episodes they want to know the intricacies of what they're buying they ask weird questions right They ask weird questions. The high-end client asks insane questions. And you have to be able to point those things out before they ask them. So that way they're like, man, this guy knows his stuff. Okay. Um, So you need to have the perfect walk around, which we could do a whole episode on the perfect walk around one day. Maybe we could do that in your one-on-one live training when you hire me. The best. You're going to be the best. Okay. Now, the next one after the, the, the perfect walk around is the perfect or the very best demo drive test drive where are you taking your high-end clients are you taking them downtown in front of the big glass windows at on these particular buildings so they can look at themselves in the in the glass in their in their brand new bmw or are you just going let's go around the block see what you think you got a With a high-end client, be very thorough thorough, even on a test drive. So I had a specific route I would take on when I was showing Maseratis or Alfa Romeos on the floor. Maybe not a truck or something, but very freeway-centric. And then a windy road, and then a lake drive, and then downtown. And then back to the dealership. Yeah, it was extra time, but... They got a feel for everything, especially the windy road at high speeds. They love that test drive. And then on the way back, after they loved the way it drove, they can look out the window and look at these glass, I'd point out buildings like, oh, you ever been to that coffee shop? And they look over and that was the coffee shop with the giant glass window so they could see themselves in this car and they're visualizing it and they're drooling at the, the mouth to buy it now because you've done everything right. okay? But they're not going to show that emotion. But if you've done everything perfect, assume that that emotion's there. But they're not going to show it. They don't show it until you're at their house sharing a beer with them at a barbecue. Even when you're talking numbers, even when you get to the numbers they like, they don't show emotion. Okay, they're very guarded people. If you had $10 million cash in your in your bank account, wouldn't you be very, very guarded? Because everyone's looking at, you're, you're trying to protect your money. That's how these people think. So... Don't be offended if they're not happy, joy, joy, like a normal customer after a test drive, okay? If they're following you through the process, they like what they're getting from you. They would have already left. If they like the test drive, then, then they would go into the showroom with you to work numbers. They will never step into the showroom unless they like the numbers. They're not the kind of people that you can say, well, if, if the numbers are right, would you take it? Okay, they're more, more worried about the product they're buying and who they're buying it from than the actual numbers, they can afford anything they want. All right. Another thing that you got to do is congratulate them on their successes. People that have lots of money, there was a certain point of their career where people stop saying congratulations. Okay. When the when the the lot guy that washes cars gets promoted to a service advisor, everyone says congratulations, right? And then and he feels happy and joyful. And then when the service advisor gets promoted to the service manager. Everyone, oh, great job, man. Great job. You you earned it. Okay. Well, once you get to a certain level, people start hating. Because now you're making way too much money in their eyes. And so they stop saying congratulations and I'm so proud of you. So when you find out these these high-end clients have a successful business, tell them, congratulations, man. You'll have to tell me how you did it. All I know right now is sweat equity, working hard, and trying to meet people like you to better myself. How did you do it and congratulate them? Because inside you're going to spark something that they felt a long time ago. Because people nowadays aren't telling them nothing. They're intimidated by the guy. Okay, You're not intimidated by anybody. We fear nobody. It's okay to tell that guy congratulations. Excellent, man. I can't believe your business is blowing up like that. Wow. Awesome! You're going to spark that little thing. No one tells them. And you're going to bring them back like that movie Ratatouille. I'm getting off sub- subject. But if you've ever watched that Ratatouille movie, the food critic, I have kids, you can tell. The food critic critic's in there and the little mouse makes him Ratatouille and it brings, it brings the food critic that's impossible to please back to his childhood when mama was poor and made him the little Ratatouille soup. Okay, same thing with the, with the, again, they're not going to show a lot of emotions when you say congratulations and wow, how'd you do it? But make sure you say great job in your career and I'm trying to get to your level. You got to let them feel a little bit more successful than you and that's okay. Okay, another thing to, to do or to not to do with high-end clients is never use detectable sales pressure. Okay, you have to use third-party influences when it comes to pressure because if you just say... Well, what would it take to sign today? It it doesn't normally work, especially when you got a guy that has three hundred million dollars. When I sold the first convertible Maserati to a three hundred million, I mean the guy's just loaded, right? No names, not gonna not gonna say nothing, but the guy could write a check for fifty of these things and and still not bat an eye. Why did he not ask for any money off? Right? It's because we did everything right, and I used. Undetectable pressure and the way you do undetectable pressure is by third-party like man the last guy that that uh, Wanted this car had to wait like six months for us to get it in and we got ours right here Okay, you're not saying you better buy this because it's going to be gone or it was hard to get you are using some different influences To to apply a little bit of pressure The last time I was trying to sell this a car like this two people wanted on the same day Well that guy doesn't want to lose all the time he spent with you and now he loves the car They want to strike on it once the once the guy says yes i mean you're good he can pay for it okay so don't use normal pressure tactics it's not going to work okay 84 months and what if i get your payment under 400 doesn't work with them if it's a true high-end client doesn't work with them okay going over numbers when you have a high-end client and you're about to go over numbers you have to do it with confidence and you have to 100% believe in the pencil, the the, the structure. You can't show a chink of uh, a chink in your armor, okay? When you come out with their with your sales manager's pencil and the payment is thirty five hundred dollars or eighteen hundred dollars, yeah, that's out of our comfort zone to pay. But this it's chump change to this guy, so you need to come out there with that mentality, like, yeah, we got you approved. The rate's incredible, and here's your payment. Simple interest, pay it off as fast as you, as you want. Or if you want to throw more money down, done. Just let me know how much. Okay? But you got to go out there with confidence. You can't go out there and, look, and be like, okay, so, wow, the, okay, here's the numbers. And show any chink in your armor. You got to be confident because if you show confidence and you've done everything right to that point, he may he may not ask for a discount because he knows you've earned it. And the way you're coming out with the numbers is like, he might be a little timid to ask for a discount. Right? It's reciprocity. You've done everything right to build value that passed the car. My favorite one: the, if the car costs a hundred thousand, but you did a hundred forty thousand dollars worth of value building, he's gonna sign right away. If the car's a hundred grand and you've done eighty thousand dollars worth of work ethic and walkarounds, guess what he wants? He wants a discount because he doesn't see the value in it. Once I learned that in the car business, your my walkarounds, my my uh, rapport building, everything went to the roof because I knew that if I had to pass it, he asked for a discount, then I didn't do my job, okay? So let's see, what else have we got? Okay, um, one of the things, and I touched on this a little bit, is, is uh, how you look. You gotta be mysterious. You, you, you can't let them know that they have $300 million and you have some digits in your bank account like them, but there's a decimal somewhere in there that changes who you are. But they don't need to know that. But by looking at you, are you mysterious enough to, to, for them to think that you got that kind of money? By the way you dress and the way you sound. Okay. So there was a fad a while ago where people had the big uh, watches, the big faced watches. And the, the, the sleeve didn't go over them. Okay. When you get a high-end client, guess what they do? They do a quick little prejudge on you. They check out your shoes. They check out your pants. Are you ironed? You watch them. And they do it, they check out the hair, they check out your belt, they check out your shoes, then they check out your watch. If you got this big gaudy watch on, and it says um, whatever Casio, not saying Casio is a brad bad brand, but you're you're looking too big for the name of the watch. So you got to have a sleeve that covers it, so it just a little bit pokes out. You gotta be mysterious, you gotta have nice shoes, you gotta look the part. But and and when you sound the part, it even helps more. But a mysterious salesman. Has more value than a guy that says um, that gives his whole life story. Remember, the more information you give them, the more ammo they have against you. The more information they give you, the more ammo you have against them to close them. Okay? So um, you gotta be a little bit mysterious and never, ever, ever show fear. You cannot show fear. Business is war. You're either gonna earn their money. Or the guy down the street going to earn their money. And I know some killer salesmen in the U.S. right now that will take your sales so fast because they're that good. They just need someone in front of them and their closing ratio is intense. Amazing. Be that guy that once that customer comes in, like, you're going to buy a car. You just don't know it yet. Have no fear. Because uh, businessmen are very smart people persons. They know when someone's lying. They have employees. They know when someone is um fearful they know when someone is kind of knows this stuff but he's he's almost making it through. he's kind of telling the truth. they know everything about you based on how you're talking because they have made it to the top. they know so you can't show any fear when you're dealing with these people. you go out there with confidence and you welcome them to the dealership, you give him a good shake uh, handshake. And you ask them what they're here for and how can I help you? I'm Kyle Glaz. I'm a business professional. How can I help you? What, what are you looking for? Okay. Word it how you want it, but you got to have that confidence. Just like you hear my voice when I'm doing the podcast, do that with your customers and you're going to command their attention and you're going to command the room and just you look around and other customers are looking at you helping this guy do a walk around and other salesmen will start crowding around. you like, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. Okay. Are there other things that how to deal with the high end client? Absolutely. Did I cover everything possible? No, but I also have to keep these episodes. Um, try to keep them under 30 minutes cause you guys are driving to work. Don't forget the one-on-ones message me. Um, it's going to be awesome. I promise you it'll be, um, helpful to your career and it's going to help me, get to the top to help you even more because I have big plans. I promise you I have big plans and I need supporters like you guys to help me out. You guys are doing a fantastic job sharing my pages, finding me on Facebook and friending me. Uh, I love seeing your guys' posts about your sales, your showrooms, cool stuff that comes on your lot. It's just, it's, it's awesome to see. So I appreciate everybody's uh, support so far. We're closing out episode two of season three, Kyle Galaz signing out.